Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spooky Scouts. How are you? You might notice a video that I've put down oh, below. God. <laughs> this there is part is. of our our weekly Q update um, from a straight straight from Florida. The, oh, the land the, of plenty. great, great. <laughs> this is already sounding great. I'm straight excited. From, straight from the the the. What I'm trying to think of a good word. I was gonna say fetid lands of Florida. Florida, but that means gross. So I don't know. Maybe that's right. Florida, but that's America's way. But yes, welcome, welcome. Plenty of what? Plenty of math. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um. Well, uh, welcome uh, to anyone that was part of the book club this week. Uh, we apologize because it was it was a lot. I apologize, but I don't because also this book has like a 4.5 star review on Amazon for some reason. How? So, are they drunk? Oh I don't know. Like I should look up some of the reviews when we get to that point because I tried to, like I Googled it for a coworker and I was like, here's the book. Why is it so well reviewed? That's <laughs> like, I don't so understand. bizarre. Well, uh, yeah, I looked it up. That was one of the reasons I was like, oh, this might be interesting. Uh oh. Uh -oh. The first page starts with Bigfoot sex. Doo doo. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm having a, a an adult beverage after also after reading that book. Um, there were grammatical errors. Said float away, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, there were lots of exclamation points too. I was like, what is this? My diary? Oh my god. Oh, I mean, yes. It, it read like someone's someone's like. We'll get into it. First, we need to do our, our QAnon update. Um, QAnon update is yes. that they're going to have a QAnon symposium, conference, or whatever in Las Vegas. Everyone's favorite COVID hotspot. Great. That sounds like a, a great idea. Yeah. Uh, at Caesar's Palace. At Caesar's Palace. So everyone's going to get sick. Well, one of my favorite podcasts, the, the QAnon Anonymous guys... They'll, they're probably going to go and interview people. And I want to do that so badly. Like, I it's so, so fun. badly, I so, so badly want to go and interview people. I just, I want, I, and I'm just so fascinated by it. Like, I want to know. I want to know. Like, right by my art studio, there's a guy with a big flat earth sign. And I'm like, I want to interview him. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of, okay, so I did not, since, alas... Bigfoot, or not Bigfoot, uh, Mothman Festival has been canceled. Yes, it's been canceled, so we won't get our video. I know, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Squatchtoberfest. Okay, I'm gonna okay. talk to people there. I'll make a video there, and I also might make West go into a cave and make a video of that. <laughs> so we'll see. That might be interesting. Yes, I told you you could just dress him up as Mothman. Yeah, we might do something. We'll make a video while West is here. I will make a video. I'll still yeah. make a video. But I found out that someone else I work with, like I've talked about my one coworker, I found out another coworker is a ham radio legend. And he has what? a 25 foot, he has a 25 foot tower in his backyard no. and he beams, he beams stuff to the moon and bounces it back. 
what yeah that's Isn't awesome that sick? so maybe i'll try to interview him because he also cool. has like a personal tr- like geocities website he made about himself and i'm not gonna link it because it he definitely doxes himself in it <laughs> but like he has the tower and then uh clearly not a worrying picture of ufo on the Uh-oh. page itself and i'm like you get you get it dude so i'm gonna try to talk to him and get to know him and maybe have him teach me ham radio because that sounds really fun yeah everyone's like how do you have all these like bizarrely specific co-workers because it's all like i work in an industry that's like very tech technological very oh that's why yeah so yeah they're all like literally everyone i work (laughs) with it talks to me about aliens (laughs) it's the best sorry i i was gonna say that's not true how do you have time for a job and to do this podcast and to hunt for aliens i don't (laughs) and to hunt for aliens it's all a farce it's all a farce oh my god that's amazing though that's really cool i wonder like what he does like i mean what he sees i don't know yeah, it's like That's apparently I, he has his own vanity call out for ham radio, which is apparently a big deal. And then uh, he hosts like the thing where they send a signal to the moon and it bounces back at his house because he has this giant custom tower in his Ooh. backyard. That's cool. So he's pretty cool. And I'm excited to talk to him. I haven't really actually formally met him because he works in the other building. But neat. Yeah. I'll interview him. Be awesome. Yeah. That is cool. All right, well, we're just going to listen to this. This So here's, this is a, I guess it's a, a school board meeting. And I actually found the person who lives there that says, this is an actual person who spoke at our school board meeting. Please take two minutes and listen to what we have to deal with in Florida. Uh-oh. Are you ready? It's never been about your health. It's never been about your health. It's about control and compliance. And let me tell you something. Go home tonight and take one of these spoons and put it on your vaccination spot. Guess what? It's going to stick to you. Someone laughed. Someone laughed. Medication. Hopefully some of you believe in someone God. Someone laughed. And pray and check in with yourself or your whoever you answer to and ask, is this something normal to have metal stick to you? Is this human? No. Guess what else? You take a black light flashlight and, and shine it on your veins, and you're now going to glow in the black light. Because guess what? You're no longer human. You're 2.0s, and we are afraid of you. You shouldn't be afraid of us because you're shedding your spike proteins. And this is the reason why people are in the hospital. It's not the, va- it's not the unvaccinated. It's the vaccinated. It's the vaccinated. And guess what? truth is coming out everything is bubbling up and you guys are are disposable <laughs> whoever you're company whoever you're parenting they don't care about you any more or less than you care about the kids and i invite you the kids so a conscience because if you're vaccinated your time is limited anyways but i ask you to get on your knees and repent and ask for forgiveness because this is not just happening on this field and on this plane you're gonna be paying for this for the rest of eternity all right so i would uh, tell you good luck god bless (laughs) 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 oh my god that's like good luck god bless see ya ding that was awful I just, <laughs> good luck. We should keep that as like an out of context, like sound bite. Good luck. God bless. See ya.
God bless. See ya. <laughs> we, we should have it just when things are like really dumb, <laughs> which is most of the time. <sighs> yeah, I don't. So. So, yeah, I this is all stuff that's parroted like by Alex Jones, by a lot of these conspiracy theorists. And no, you are not magnetic. You do not glow under black light. Though <laughs> that sounds sick. Yeah, I wish my arm like, was magnetic. That right? Cool. You could put a little mag, like a decorative magnet on your arm. You could. I just would be pretty nice. I mean, obviously, this is dumb, dangerous misinformation. You know? Yeah, it is, and it's it's a lot. It, the way she's talking again is like that attitude where they believe it completely and yeah. without without question which is just always very very dangerous is a very dangerous position to take on anything you need to constantly but yeah oh but the problem and the but the main problem is that there are so many people now that are just believing this stuff and they're not even quite they're not even trying to like look it up and be like i was also reading another book i can't remember the title right now uh it's another but it's like a book on like human like evolution and uh, like morality uh-huh. And more or less, it's like, it's, I'm trying to think of what the actual word is. I left the book downstairs, otherwise I would have read it. But more or less, it's like, it talks about the morality of people, and it's trying to explain, like, why people just believe things out of nowhere. I can't remember what the actual thing was, but it's great. Because um, <laughs> people just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times it's like a comfort thing for people. It's easier to yeah. just flat out believe something and not have to think about your opinion or vulnerabilities. You're just like, this is yeah. real. Yeah, but it's just, it's, it's, people react with emotion first and logic after. So if they don't have the self-control to react with logic after the emotion, it's, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's it. So it's, it's over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, it becomes a cult, more or less. It becomes like religious in a way. Like, uh, I know I did love the, we've become human 2.0. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That's Are we sick, robots? actually. Yeah. For 2.0s. I want to sign me up for the 2.0 life. The 2.0s, yeah. The 1.0 life. Yeah. But I, I actually, I have been, yeah, me too. I'm done with 1.0. Where's my 2.0 life? It's interesting, though, because I do actually, like, I've been trying to figure out why. <laughs> like, even though I feel like that's kind of like a big ask, like, I'm trying to, like, use these these books that I'm reading, like, in anthropology books to be like, why are people believing this shit? So if I figure it out, I'll be back to tell you, but yeah, right now I don't have an answer. I feel like similarly to how I feel about this Bigfoot book and why this yes, uh, yes. guy submits yes. to it so readily. That was my transition to be like, Kayla, <laughs> tell us, tell us about, because it's the same, I feel like it's the same sort of like borderline and like, like off the rails, mentally unhealthy thing that that lady was doing is what this yep. guy in this book is doing. Yes. And it's just like, because there is no proof for anything this guy says. Nope. Like, except for some sticks. <laughs> well, interestingly, here's my, I took a bunch of notes in the front of the book. Oh and my also God. throughout the book, I've like highlighted passages and stuff. But I think if we were to start with my conclusion about the, the, the little yeah. over half of the book I suffered through. <laughs> I think that the people who believe in Sasquatch so readily really submit to it as almost uh, almost as if it were a religion because it's broken down the way he breaks it down and then mixes it all up it's just not well edited it's a lot of the same i don't think someone edited <laughs> no not at all 
Um, we joked about that in the Discord. I was like, here's a picture of his editor. And it was like Clippy from Word. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a formulaic book. But what it all boils down to is that there are a group of people that can telepathically talk to the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch are speaking to them as if they, and, and they telepathically reach out. And to me, that, that sounds like, you know, maybe a religious figure speaking to you when you're in prayer. Yes. It sounds a lot yes. like that. Um, he says that you have the only way they are attracted to these individuals is, is if they have a very positive attitude and they like approach things with like a perfect sense of love and friendship, which again, sounds very religious. They have miracle healing powers specifically again, very religious. Mm -hmm. There are people who sometimes see these figures like the Sasquatch and the alien standing next to the guy as if they like, to me, that sounded like angels or something. It sounds very Mm -hmm. religious. Like. Everything about this sounds like if you replaced it with angels and Jesus and God, which Jesus is actually mentioned in here. There's like a section where it's like Sasquatch is aware of Jesus Christ. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Oh my God. That's amazing. But it, it if you replaced it with God, Jesus, angels, any sort of religious figure for me, like I grew up in a Baptist church. So those are the things that come right. to mind for me. It sounds the same. It sounds right. like he is talking and preaching a religion. Interesting. So that was my conclusion on where he's at. Yeah. I agree. Like how he approaches it. The book felt like a massive ego stroke for the author. That was my biggest yes. turnoff for the whole book is how this guy was like, I'm special. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, my man, like that's cool. That's kind of not a great way to live your life. <laughs> well, no, he's like speaking to about himself as if he is a prophet. A prophet, yes. Yeah, that so, was the, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's, ugh, ugh. It's very strange. Um, yeah, so I guess the, the way I broke down my notes, and I don't know how much of this you caught in your read-through, but there was, the, he talks a lot about contactees or slash yeah. Sasquatch whisperers. Yes. Which... Well, they, and they also thing. contact other things, too. Yes. Like, he was talking about, like, all the, like, I think he was, like, in Hawaii or something, and, like, was talking to, like, the little people in Hawaii. Yeah, like, which all those kinds are, of stuff. There's, like, there's, like, multiple types of Sasquatch in different places, which, you know. And then there's the elders, which is the one that banged him, or whatever he called them. Oh, yeah, the, the ancients. Ancients, yeah. Yeah, those are those are like more attractive Sasquatch, according to him. That's the impression I got from him, where he was like, "No, yeah. they aren't. They are hot." Okay, like, excuse you. By the way, this is an actual drawing of one of the ancient ones. This is a. Uh, this is what they look like. Oh yeah, I, lo- <laughs> I love that picture. The abs are really what got me. And the the little kissable lips. The That's kissable lips and the abs. Just so you know, sick abs. Yes, they are allegedly hot. Mm, they just have hot. hair on them. But mm-hmm. so what Kiwani, the author, tries to pitch from the start is that there are types of people called contactees or that can speak telepathically to the Sasquatch who cannot be perceived normally unless they want to. They travel dimensions. They can, like, appear and disappear. So there is no, throughout this whole book, he hammers home that there is no physical evidence. His evidence is the stories from these contactees who are the only people who can interact with the normally invisible Sasquatch. Yeah. So it do- the the book doesn't hold <laughs> very much water for me, but that's the main But that's re- religion. 
Yes, exactly. That's the same as religion. Exactly. Like, where's the proof? Oh, no, we just saw it. Don't worry about it. Well, and that's what <laughs> like, he says in this book. He's like, he, he makes fun of people, like, at Skinwalker Ranch and stuff that are looking for physical proof. And he, he makes fun of them and acts like he is above it. Which, again, yes, very much, like, preaching a religion. Like, you, you need to have... The whole point of this is you need to go into this already believing you shouldn't question it or you don't actually believe in it. And it's very, it's a very cyclical argument that I feel does not hold up. And he sure tries and (laughs) bless him for it. But I did not leave this book feeling like I believed that. I don't believe this. Like, I feel like this is so extreme. Like, if people were having these kinds of actual experiences all the time. Yep. Like, it's, I mean, that's why, like, we hear about alien abductions. We hear about it all the time. Like, yep. it's not an uncommon experience, but, like, we don't hear about, like, interdimensional Sasquatch, like, sexy times all the time. <laughs> like, well, I think that, yeah, that is definitely another problem with this, is that every other story gets sexy and i'm like i don't <laughs> think that i'm cool with this or that i believe it really makes it not don't forget the me. vortex cryptids either i do like like i read through that chapter because i do like this that theory but yeah. that chapter in particular i could not make it through because he was very up his own ass the whole chapter yeah because he like went to a place where it alleged that it had like a gravity vortex and he was like yes it's yes. in the corner and the lady was like no it's not and he was like uh me being me i knew it was so <laughs> you know and it was just like that's him the whole book where he's just like um i'm an expert so i proved them wrong it's just too it's too much by the way mine signed just so anyone if anyone wonders stop i got it from a books it's signed look there's a nice signature. handwriting yeah, well, see, there's his handwriting, and then there's, like, there's Bigfoot's handwriting, which he says is from Bigfoot. <laughs> I That looks Hold like on. a man, that looks like my dad's handwriting. I'm this is Bigfoot's handwriting, okay? This is what Bigfoot writes like, apparently. Yeah, yeah. can you read that aloud, actually, for us, so we can understand yes. Bigfoot's voice? This is from Bigfoot. Voice. So I guess it happens at night. He leaves out a pen and a paper at night and asks the Bigfoot, almost like, like, this is like channeling shit, you know? Like, this is like, like, if you hear about channeling, that's another, like, very iffy, like, paranormal thing that people do where they're like, oh, I'm channeling an ancient alien and I'm going to speak, they're going to speak through me. It's real. And it's like, okay, there's no evidence that this is real. So that's more or less what he's doing with this Bigfoot thing. But he's saying it's just appearing Mm-hmm. So anyway, it says, when I ask, I guess this creature is called Pishoma for a better explanation. He printed it out on paper and left it for me the next morning. And it says, your world, not same as our world. Because it made him talk like a goddamn caveman. <laughs> I'm just like, don't you think that they, if they're interdimensional, like smart creatures, why would they talk like a caveman? Your world. I know. Okay. Anyway, here we go. This is from, from Bigfoot. Your world, not same. As our world. Your time not same as same our time. Your space not same our space. A thin cloth hang between. There are places that open and shut. There is no I or me. We are all one. Each one is part of the whole. What one does, all do. You may see us as brother crow or brother wolf. Listen to the stones. Speak to the trees. I'm like, did you get this from like some like boomer Native American like Akuchimoya, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, 
Like, it's just got big, like, like white people admiring Native American energy to me. Yes, it does. You know? It does. And it's, it, like, and, it, yeah, it does not seem real. There was another one. Oh, don't worry. He already did dowsing. He did dowsing oh, for little dowsing. people. Yeah. And also, he's better than everyone else at it. So yes, of course. Just FYI. There's another uh, note from another Sasquatch I wanted to read because there's an interesting <laughs> thing at the end that's very okay. weird. I don't know if you read this one. It was early on in the book. This one was from the ancient one named Haloti. All right. Said, Those are the some, sexy ones. The sexy ones. Yeah. Some, okay. some say men want to kill us. We are people. Not Elohim. Not Nephilim. Oh my God. Are, yeah. Not, not God. Yeah. Not evil spirit. We are first people. Seed of Adam. Not of Cain. Learn good the old ways. Time is short. Soon come last war. We all will be safe in in woods. And I was like, what was that? And he never talks about this like alleged last war, but it comes up again later where they talk about purging the earth. And he never freaking talks about it. But oh, it's like super so Bigfoot's casually. gonna Bigfoot's gonna come and kick our ass. Is that what the final message well, is? I don't know if anyone else like read the rest of the book and this ever comes up again. But later in one of the chapters, he talks to a contactee who had a message relayed through him via a Sasquatch, and it's like a long ass poem that I'm not gonna read. But a line of it says. A great spiritual shift is coming to the Earth Mother. This is the harvest of Earth, the sacred purification. You are being led out of the darkness into the light. And I was like, um, are we going to talk about how we're all going to like be purged or something? And he never talks about it. So that's the most interesting thing in this book is the casual. The casual like collapse message. Yes, that like. They get it, Holly. They're doomsday prepping. They're oh, saying no. go into the woods. They're saying you can only be safe in the woods just taking care of yourself. But it comes up several times and he never talks about this like end of the world apocalyptic message that Sasquatch has casually dropped. Like, that's interesting to me. Oh my god. Here's another one. Another one from, uh... Yeah, this one says <laughs> doomsday prepper Bigfoot, he's just got like a bandolier... And like yeah. goggles. <laughs> Foraging out in the woods. That this book has big white guy admiring the possi- the admiring and possibly fetishizing Native American culture and beliefs. Yes. yes. So here's another message from Bigfoot. This says the Sasquatch that this is him explaining it says the Sasquatch will help show us the way if we would only seek out their wisdom from our hearts. Not with a gun or just the intellect. This whole book is born of the Sasquatch's intention to help us. They are the ultimate environmentalists. These giants are the real wisdom keepers of Mother Earth. They seem to have the ability to read or tap into the living Earth and its flora and fauna. They can process and synthesize the information on a sophisticated level of it. I'm sorry, sophisticated level of intellect. And they're like, me talk like caveman. Me talk good. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, wait. Oh, the level of it way beyond the limits of modern science, but they can't fucking use grammar, I guess. Oh my god. The Sasquatch possesses great wisdom and they are willing to share in order to avoid a tragic human precipitated cataclysm. But there it is again. <laughs> but are we ready? Pushoma, the chief of the Ancient Ones in Oklahoma, indicates in this note that he asked Haloti to write that humanity has been at this juncture before. There's another one. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. From Bigfoot, Pushoma. Dream man. Dream man. Dream man. This what Pushoma tell to write. (laughs) 
Our people come here before time of Thoropus. God send us here on ball of light. We build great city of stone on these mounts. Tuh. <laughs> we are here to watch over what God create. Crate. It's not spelled Great. right. It's not spelled right. Nothing is new in your people. Create. It's not spelled right. Create. Many time humans make machines in city, then make war and destroy them. Start over. Start over. Yeah, I mean, Sasquatch ain't wrong. Okay, how high were you, bro? Like, yeah. I, I mean, could have been. Yeah. But, like, so could have, but, like, what Kayla said about it being, like, religion, they could have been high, too. Like, it's very similar. Oh, they probably were. There's a lot they, of, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I think we talked, we talked a little bit, and I've talked a couple times to one of my coworkers about this, that a lot of old esoteric magic is done under, like, extreme fatigue or, like, drug use or, Yes, you know, uh, altered states of mind. Yep. So it's like, yeah, very much could be. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> did you did you catch the four main types of Sasquatch type in North America? Yes, I had that one. You can you read that. I had that one tagged, and then I also had um the relationship of star people and Sasquatch tagged. Oh god. Okay, so to educate everyone <laughs> here, let's start by telling you the four the four main types of Sasquatch in North America. So he only covers the those instead of global. Okay. But okay. we have Number one, the Sasquatch people. Uh-huh. They uh, they look ape-like with conical heads and arms down to their knees, but are actually humanoid and very mentally, spiritually, intellectually, and physically evolved in spite of their many animal-like qualities that allow them to better survive in a raw wilderness environment. Except they can't spell. They can't spell. <laughs> Number two, the ancient ones, who are the ones that are hot, apparently. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the, at a glance, they look like the Sasquatch, have, uh, have very human faces and round heads and are also humanoid, not okay. hominids or animals in any way. Their arms are not long like a Sasquatch, but are in proportion to their bodies like ours. Because so they're sexy. They're sexy. They have shorter arms, so they're sexy. Okay. Then we have number three, the dog-faced or baboon-like forest giants with a snout, which are rarely reported but are like Sasquatch beings, except for facial physiognomy. They have different faces. (laughs) And number four, the orangutan faced in Florida, often referred to as the skunk ape. Yes. Okay. So those are the four North American types. Just, just FYI. So don't know which one you've seen. I think the dog face one sounds better. Yeah, that's not, we don't like, we don't like the monkey slash gorilla primates no. are scary we are anti-primate we um, are spooky scouts <laughs> sorry we don't like primates yeah anti-primate because they're scary they look like us don't like it so don't we only like go it. for a yeti and or baboon face big yeah <laughs> i'm into this dog faced or baboon faced yeah. forest giant that sounds great let's more of those the ones that yeah. don't like sex up humans thank you lr carlton it you are absolutely correct see this is they said this is why i hesitate dropping down the conspiracy rabbit hole because of dumbasses who make everyone else who legitimately believe these things or have experienced something paranormal supernatural i mean it's like this is difficult because people do have legitimate bigfoot encounters and legitimate encounters with cryptids or things that are unexplainable or things in the woods or things you know ufos or us usos whatever and they are legitimate encounters and this is just taking all that and making it so wild like which again it's like it's like religion 
Like, yep. if you, if you, I mean, it's kind of like a messed up thing, but if you described a UFO encounter or a, a uh, UAP encounter, what would you get? You would get, like, a chapter of the Bible. Yes, it sounds like, like, it sounds like so much of that stuff, like, well, that's like that old medieval piece that you pointed out that one time where it's mm-hmm. like the, the fire in the sky, like the battle in the yes. sky. It yes, definitely yeah. was like aliens. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they took it in a religious context, I bet, at yeah. the time. Uh, Catsob said that their uncle swears he saw Bigfoot before and they live in Maine. I believe in Bigfoot 100%. I think there is something out there. Too many people have seen it. Whatever it is, something is out there. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, this is just, this is just, like, too many drugs or, like, maybe this person had a legitimate encounter and then thought they were a god. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I believe in Bigfoot. I do not believe that Bigfoot can telepathically speak with I don't people. Think, no. And, like, I make out with them. Why would, I just don't Why think so. would Bigfoot talk to us? Like, why? Yeah. It's like, well, his argument is to save the planet. And I'm like, how effective are you doing? Like, is this talking to Kiwani that's saving the planet? Sasquatch. I don't think so. I mean, to to be a little bit of a devil's advocate, there is that encounter with the aliens in South Africa. Where they parked at an elementary school and were just like, you need to save the planet to these children. Yeah. And told them technology was bad and like that didn't get them anywhere. So like even that I would even like stretch to believe that this guy had an encounter somehow where maybe something he had some supernatural and or like par like paranormal encounter with a higher being or an alien or something. But he just ran with it in this weird way to be like, I'm also maybe a god. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? And then they were like, Oh no, we don't want to talk to you anymore. And then he's like, No, I have to pretend I'm still talking to them. So I'm going to channel them, which is more or less, I'm going to make shit up and channel something, which like the channel, I just, I don't, I can't buy into the channel channeling people. I can't, there's no proof of it. It's not, there's just not enough proof. Like it's just people talking and there's no way to prove that they're channeling some ancient alien being. And it's just nonsense. So yes, I agree. (sighs) But I believe they think it's real. Like, I believe they 100% think it's real. But I personally don't think that that's real at all. Well, it's interesting because the people, there are several instances in this book where he has alleged experiences with others as well. Like, there are times he actually went and spoke at, I think one time at a MUFON symposium. Yes. And someone in the crowd was like, hey there's a Bigfoot on one side of you and an alien on the other. I watched them stand there the whole time. And I was like, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't like, know. You can say, I mean, you can say whatever you want, Yeah, <laughs> like, but that doesn't mean it's real. <laughs> just seems like just some of the stuff. Obviously there are aspects of the supernatural that I fully submit to, but there is a point where it crosses the line and it becomes unbelievable. And I think we've yes. crossed that line with this book. Yes. That being said, I can tell you how they connect to star people. (laughs) Please, please do. Please do. (laughs) Okay, so the vital concept in relation to star people and Sasquatch is being reported so frequently that a good investigator needs to look at all possibilities. Yeah, sure, my man. Especially, Especially toward where the evidence is leading. The keys to the entire mystery, based on my multiple contacts in the last three decades, will be evident if a person, one, has an open heart that projects unconditional love by letting go of all fear and negative emotions. Got it. I can do that. becomes erudite in mental telepathy. No problem! 
problem. No problem. Already there. Three. Accepts the fact that the Sasquatch people, ETs, and some out-of-place cryptids are interdimensional. And four. Accepts that many of or all of these physical beings have access to portals or vortices that lead to another dimension or parallel world. Personally... I do not need a quantum physicist to prove anything to me because I have been busy experiencing these phenomenon over and over again, exclamation point. All right. Well, I am already there. That's how I, the star people are buddies. They're buddies. They're buddies. Um, I, <laughs> I've already fully submitted to these four steps and nothing is happening. Like, yeah. Am I love? No negativity. I'm psychic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm psychic. <laughs> I, I'm already there. Is there a class on this? Can I get this on, like, what is that? Like, Teachify or something? Like, is there... <laughs> Find someone on Fiverr to teach on you. Fiverr? Is there someone I can hire on Fiverr to teach me how to be psychic? That way I can meet Bigfoot? Because that'd be sick. I don't know. He sounds a little um, handsy. So I don't think I'm very interested. No. Yeah, so... No. God, I'm just like... Yeah. Well, and then it, it just kind of gets off, continually more off the rails. Like, literally, when I was reading this book, I would have to just sit it down. Like, I couldn't. Like, so, because at first we're talking, like, Bigfoot's telepathically talking to people. And then he's like, also aliens. Also aliens are there and they're best friends. Like, and Yeah, but actually, you have to have an open heart. And I'm like, I think these aliens are just experimenting on us. I don't know anything about this open heart shit. Like, yes. I don't think they care. And he, he says that um an ancient one told him that humans were seeded on earth by ets after they and the sasquatch people were seeded oh okay so seeded like the plant so he said if i correctly interpret what the forest giant said the real reason there is no missing link is the fact that each race was genetically engineered and placed here experimentally including us because he he likes to say that yes there are the four different types of sasquatch that we mentioned but they're all races of human <laughs> And that's why they can all breed with us. Very important to Kiwani that the Sasquatch oh, yeah. can breed with us. Very yeah, important. They can, it's really important to know that we can all bang. Just there, so you know. there is a very inappropriate section, which I wrote a giant no over top of. <laughs> that's where he just, just wrote no on Kiwani. There's several. Wrote... There's several. This one in particular was <laughs> the one. No. Yes. This one in particular was the one where he went on a, a way too uncomfortably long rant about how he's not racist and how interracial relationships are okay. And also that means that it's okay for Bigfoot to get into a relationship with a human. It's just, there's it's weird. There's so many problems with that that there's I don't so even, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start with that. It's, it's a lot. It's very no. like, very much, I was like, oh, okay. Like, no. why, do, why are you talking about this? Like, no. And the, his language is very, like, casually racist in this section, and I did not like it. I don't know. Oh, God. There was not. I, I was going to say, yeah. like, those are not comparable things. Yeah, it's not great. So that, that one got multiple no's written on top oh, of it. Oh, boy. Um, so that's another thing. He He's very adamant that he wants to it to come across that Bigfoot can and will have sex with you like it's very a very important message in this book <laughs> and i'm not here for it it's very weird it it makes me wonder because... i don't know what i don't know what dice may is talking about this is the docks the seattle monorail off its rail just oh like the racism is so strong it's yeah it's very bad and like so gosh it just the fact that this got sexy 
when before coming into this, I thought that the only time that Bigfoot got sexy was when that like Virginia governor wrote Bigfoot porn. Yes. Like yes. Yes, I just found out about that today when I was doing. I was like, the jury told me I was like, no. Yeah, is this more common? Do I think it is? I think I, it might be kind of a fetish. No, um, I think is it is. Don't want to yuck your yum, but like, don't use the fact that Bigfoot can breed with people as part of your scientific argument that Bigfoot can exist. It's not working. No, I I think the the takeaway on this really is that lots of people want to bang Bigfoot. Yes. And I was not aware of quite the sheer amount of people that want to bang Bigfoot. It's a lot. And also in this book... <laughs> That's why which, I called this Bigfoot Bits. Yeah, Bigfoot Bits. Um, There's like one part where like Bigfoot gets handsy without consent, even though no! this whole book, he's like, every time, every time Bigfoot's got to do some psychic shit to a human... The Bigfoot is very adamant about consent, like extremely, like it's very creepy how much he hits home the fact that Bigfoot needs your consent to do anything. Oh, also I the aliens, but except for this one story where I just like was like, I'm going to rip this page out of the book. Like <laughs> it's just, it's, yes, it's just a lot. It's there are aspects to this that I just will never recover from. And I think that, you know, yeah, I would, it's just, ugh. So, yeah, I get big boomer yeah. energy from it too. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, like oh, I'm not going to like I'm only gonna believe these people's eyewitness accounts, and like maybe not consider that they're unwell. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that he goes on a whole boomer rant about how toxic the internet is and how the YouTube is bad. Like he literally at one point is like, I saw a video on the YouTube on the internet. Of a dog dying, the the earth is failing us. And I was like, okay, boomer. Like <laughs> oh. gosh. I feel like I'm trying to go in an order here, but it's just too much. There was he he goes over <laughs> look how sexy. Hey, Ka- hey Kayla. No. Do you well, want a smooch? No. Look at all the hair. <laughs> the abs. The abs. I've got I've got one two I've got a six pack. Someone drew six perfect lines right under my back. And I'm mm. I love the little nipples. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I hate it. <sighs> yeah, how does it have almost five stars? That's why I was like, oh, this should be an okay read. It's got some good reviews. Might be a little weird, but you know, instead we got whatever this is. I'm yeah. never trusting this again. I mean, I don't I don't hate it. I feel like this is giving me big psychic vampire book energy. Oh um, yes. <laughs> yes. So yes, it's like, did that. it also be like Bigfoot's hate Wiccans? Yeah. Make sure to drop off an undisclosed package at their house. Uh, no, this one goes, did you see the part where Bigfoot manipulates the weather? Like, no. <laughs> it's just stuff like this is thrown in. So I did highlight like Bigfoot powers. So the main power that Bigfoot has is that they use, they, they are both physical and non-physical, not one or the other. The beings live in a quantum realm that is really part of mainstream physics, a merging of humanistic anthropology and quantum mechanics. So he likes to he likes to throw away the quantum realm. I think this this uh, guy has watched way too many Marvel movies and he got really excited. But he well, thinks it's, that it's, they use the quantum realm to travel. It's a catch all for people that like don't actually like aren't scientists. Yeah, because like, like I've used it as that before. I've definitely been like, who knows? Maybe it's this. But like, 
I feel like there's no evidence at all that Sasquatch even disappears. Like, you know, like no one's seen Sasquatch go into a portal. I just. Well, the interesting thing is he has a whole chapter that I thought was going to be a scientific explanation, which was. Oh, I know. I read that one. (laughs) Hyperdimensional Sasquatch and quantum physics. And literally it's just all him being like, hey, scientists, they prove science and maybe that could apply and like that's the whole chapter that's yep. that's literally it yep i found when i was skimming through it there was another one there's an entire chapter called a native american perspective Ooh, i did not read that did you read it i skimmed it it was not great <laughs> not surprised and it just mostly just talks about just says like indian a lot and i'm like that's not the right word no mm-hmm. when was that's this not- published but he says he switches from Native American, and I'm like, you you know which one it is. Use the right one. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, I know. But there's this one part which I like highlighted because it was so absurd. That was like while I was in Oklahoma in 2004, I map doused the entire southeastern part of the state, the entire southeastern part of the state for a friend to see if there were any little people. I located one region, pinpointing the spot where he should go. He made several visits to the place and had the privilege of encountering the little people twice. All he had to have with him was a kind and loving heart. Oh, gosh. What a message. (laughs) I do love that message. Like, be nice. And I'm like, you're right. Kind and loving. So it does talk about how, like, Native Americans talk about star people and all this stuff. And that, but that is a real thing. That is part of it. Native American legend, like, ugh. anyway, here's one that I also highlighted. <laughs> There's like a bunch of UFO stuff, but like we heard all that. I wanted something more weird. So I highlighted this one, which talks about a legend tells of a time when a serious quarrel arose between the beings called underwater panthers and some other beings called thunderbirds. The underwater panthers have a den in quotes in the depths of what is now called Devil's Lake in Sauk County, Wisconsin. The legend states that the Thunderbirds hurled Thunderbolt arrows into the waters onto the bluffs surrounding the lake. The underwater panthers threw giant rocks upward from the beach and the water of the lake in an attempt to hit the Thunderbirds. A terrible battle continued for days. The tumbled down and cracked rocky surface of the bluffs surrounding the lake are evidence of the great struggle. Finally, the Thunderbirds were victorious, and soon afterwards they flew away to their nests in the northwest. And says no American Indians would approach that lake for a long time. It is said that the underwater panthers were not all killed during the war, and that some still live in Devil's Lake to this day. It's just talking about, like, how it's a sacred spot. And he's, like, putting it in quotes as if, like, this legend was actually Bigfoots and, like, aliens. And I'm like, maybe, I think... I think if it's just a legend from a Native American culture that you're putting your own, like, white guy spit on. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's... Oh, no, you turned into a robot. It got scary. Two hours later. And we're back. We're back. Uh-oh. That broke Hold literally on. all my... Oh, that broke all my shit. Everything's broken. <sighs> now we're fixed. Uh, okay. Everything fixed. Well, Kayla just switched computers, so we were dealing with that. And we didn't know if it was going to start acting weird. Apparently, why Kayla turned into a robot was because Zoom had an update. Yeah, and then and that so update it caused, broke everything else. It caused Kayla to turn into a robot. So that's fun. 
Yep. And then I updated it and that fixed Zoom and then it broke my audacity. Yeah. So um, now I'm recording via just, you know, my Apple microphone. Yeah. Did It'll you did you encounter any Bigfoots while you were stuck between dimensions? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Very strange that all that happens because I'm I'm functioning with perfect love and trust. So yeah. Oh, I yeah. Understand. OK. Yes. Being on the Internet makes me function with perfect love and trust as well. I know. Same. Same. Oh, man. Anyway, thank you for sticking with us. As you know, technical things. Yes. That's the worst. Sorry about that. Um, um, this will be interesting to edit. Sorry, Jack. Yeah. Sorry, Jack. I can't believe you've done this. You're the best. Anyway, the, we talked enough about this. It's going to go back <laughs> into the <laughs> same place that the vampire book went. <laughs> back in back in the depths of Kayla's oh. room. Yes, but where that went, I still haven't found that, by the way. It's, it's gone. Surfaced. Uh, one thing I wanted to leave us off on was my favorite story from the book, if I, if I may. Yes, please. Okay, well, this one is just a short little paragraph. I think I, two favorite stories here. This one is just an anecdote or whatever okay. you call it. So uh, on numerous occasions, the giants have helped me in other ways. In July of 2003, I was looking for a country home so I could move away from the city but couldn't find a suitable place. So he's talking about how the, the Bigfoot have helped him mentally okay. and whatever, yeah. whatever. And he's saying, hey, I need a home. After okay. six weeks of looking, three Sasquatch interdimensionally <gasps> appeared in my room. Why you have not asked us to help you find a new home, they asked. <sighs> I told them I felt bothersome asking for something so trite. They responded, it's important to find a place with peace and security so it is not trite. So I said, all right, I'm asking your help. I want a cabin in the forest on a dirt road that is a dead end, good well water with a washer slash dryer, plus I don't want to pay more than X amount per month rent. Within two days, I had my place. So just FYI, they helped them find a house with those specific were they, parameters. Were they wearing like the, the like, what was it like the red bubble or whatever? Like, it's like... Like uh, real estate jackets? I don't know, <laughs> like, but just FYI, they can be your not real estate Bubble. agent. What is it? Uh, I don't know. One of the like Zigzilla or like one of those real estate companies Redbubble stickers. But like there's one of them where they like have a commercial where they wear jackets. Yes. That's yeah. uh, so they become when you need them to, they will be your real estate agent, which is very. That's sweet. cool. Yeah. This is my favorite story. OK, I'm ready. In July of 2010, I had a problem with the front end of my car. New tie rods were installed, but then it steered a bit too easily and somewhat oddly. I visited the mechanic and he assured me that all it needed was for the front tires to be realigned, in spite of my insistence that something seemed loose. After making an appointment with a shop that does this kind of work, I drove the 40 miles towards Seattle using the freeway. The steering got worse, so I drove at 50 miles per hour all the way. When I arrived at my destination, I was told to come back in an hour and it would be finished. But when I returned, the master mechanic had a very sober look on his face. The car was still in the lift. He said after taking it off the, the left front wheel that the tie rod looked weird. When he reached over and touched it, the rod fell off in his hand. Okay. Then he went on to say that he didn't know how I even made it all the way without being killed. If the tie rod comes off, one no longer has control of the steering and one either heads into traffic or off the freeway into a tree or post. The mechanic kept shaking his head, repeating that he was amazed that I made it to the shop. Later, when I arrived back at my cabin with the front end correctly fixed, a uh -huh. Sasquatch apparition interdimensionally came through the door in front Stop. of me, saying, we, 
we were the ones who held the rod together using psychokinetic energy until you arrived at a safe place. Then he turned and shot out through the closed door. I sat there stunned, then telepathed words of thanks. They saved my life. <gasps> On this day, Sasquatch took the wheel, not Jesus. We, oh we held the rod together using psychokinetic energy. I'm what does like, that even mean? What does that even mean? What even is that? What even <laughs> That's my favorite story of the whole book. I was like, damn, all right. That and the, the fact that they found him a house. And he specifically was like, I want one on a dead end road. I want a washer dryer. I don't want to pay more than this amount per month. And they were like, oh, gotcha. Got it. I got it. Can We can make it happen. All I need to say is that the Pacific Northwest is filled with a lot of really interesting people. <laughs> and it's part of why I live here. Because it's fascinating. Uh, yeah, I would say so. That is That is what I'm getting from this book. Yeah. It's a fascinating place to live. It is full of a lot of interesting characters. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Psychokinetic energy. <laughs> ding! Okay, bye! <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye! God bless! God bless! Like, ding! The book, the whole book is like that. If you didn't read it, I don't know that I would recommend it. It is no. literally just the Kiwani being like, I'm fucking cool. The earth is dying sexy bigfoot story maybe not sexy bigfoot story maybe he's just buying him a house then he says science exists and maybe also applies here and then there's like a weird note from bigfoot and then it just repeats itself yeah. there is no structure yeah it's all a lie <laughs> it's I all mean, the same and, thing and for the record for the record like i don't doubt that people have bigfoot encounters but this guy takes it to a level that is just absurd so yeah like real estate Yes, like real estate and fixing his car. Don't you think Bigfoot has something better to do than fix your car? But yeah. if you think about it in that religious sense, Jesus doesn't. So I guess it's the same thing. It's a miracle. It was it was literally a miracle. Jesus taking the wheel. Yep. Take it from my hands. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But it was Sasquatch. So I just, that's my impression of this, is that this is his religion. This is, this is no stranger than, than a literal miracle because like you know there there's there's a story in there where his girlfriend was sick and he asks sasquatch to help and an alien comes and performs reiki healing on her and then she Stop. wakes up and it's fine yeah did you not read that because i have no. it highlighted okay all right everyone do, do we need to read the alien healing yes. experience? <laughs> then can we be done please <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> okay so no. he says Another healing experience happened when a lady friend visited me for three days over four Please don't call them a lady friend. Like, oh, Lord. Lady friend. A lady friend. He has lots of those, by the way. Throughout this whole book, it's several different... It's always a different lady. I was like, damn, dude. From the time Tara arrived, two to three Sasquatch had come into my cabin interdimensionally to feel her energy while listening in no, on our conversations. <laughs> This has been a normal occurrence since January of 1986, when the being said I would be monitored more closely. All this okay. was strange to me at first, as I did not know the extent of their powers. The second night of her visit, Tara became violently ill and began vomiting and cramping. I assisted her with a warm blanket and hot herbal tea as she lay in agony on the couch. I sat up with her into the night with little reprieve. Then Tara asked if I would summon a Sasquatch shaman to heal her. <laughs> I had been tending to her needs during some intense moments when I had not taken the time to consider asking for their help. 
When I looked up, there were two Sasquatch apparitions waiting for Tara's permission to assist her. She gave consent. I asked them to send a shaman or ET doctor during the night to heal her. Then I went to bed. It was 1 a.m. The following morning, I tiptoed down the steps so as not to wake Tara. Eight hours had passed. She instantly sat up on the couch with an alert smile and said, Juani, your friends came and healed me last night. I said, yes, the Sasquatch. No, it was an E.T. Then she related the following. As soon as I, Kiwani, was out of the room, she felt an intense electrical energy around her body. This caused her to open her eyes. Standing over her was an alien being in a white robe who looked somewhat like a human. He was waving his hands over her in a Reiki-type movement. She was going to ask him a question, but he instantly put her in a peaceful slumber, giving her a restful night's sleep. Tara reported that she was 100% cured. We ate a hearty breakfast of an asparagus omelet with chunks of avocado on top, multi-grain toast, and a coffee, exclamation point. Why do I care about what you ate for breakfast? So their altruism is apparent when I request help from time to time, yet they say I am helping them and the planet by presenting the truth to those who are ready to listen. Yeah. Also in another one, he casually drops the, the detail that evil aliens exist. He was like, what? There's like one part where he's like, Evil, an evil alien. Oh, oh, good. I wrote the page number down. We're not done yet, Holly. Okay. Evil alien. Hang on, hang on. Here, I, I drew what that Sasquatch looks like for everyone. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> Look, it has six abs. Okay, this one's kind of long. Should I read the whole thing or just the part about the evil one? Uh, just read, uh, you know what? Just go ahead. Read the whole thing. This is our story time, everyone. This is, I, this is, yeah, just read the whole thing. It's fine. This is fine. <laughs> I'm sorry there, for I, ruining everything. I gave them a big hat because it's hot in the interdimensional Sasquatch it's world. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. This is our, this is our story time, everyone. Sorry. I just, I just cannot express, I cannot explain to you how weird this is. Holly's aversion to continuing to talk about it kind of covers it, but like, Okay. It was so bad. So he's talking about a lady friend, Sarah. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. On the last day of a sem- the seminar, whatever seminar they're at, her job was finished at 10 p.m. Sarah and one of the doctors from Seattle decided to go for a ride in the desert after three days of intense work. They took a okay. back road, parked, then went for a stroll among the giant saguaro cactus. Okay. Eventually, the two found a spot to sit on the ground and talk, which sounds awful. In Arizona's Sonora Desert, sure does. the stars are so clear that they seem to leap out at you at night. As they were sitting, the doctor noticed two people walking through the desert at a distance. According to Sarah, he commented, what would two people be doing walking around out here at this hour of the night? A few minutes later, he said, gee, they're walking this way. The next words the doctor said were, oh my god, they're Sasquatches. Apparently, his fears overtook him, and he kept repeating, don't look at them, covering his eyes. But by then... Don't look at them? Yeah. But by I then, wouldn't want to look at them. They're too sexy. Yeah. Um, but by then, the two giant figures were standing in front of them. Sarah blurted, it's okay, I bet Kiwani sent them. The tallest was 12 foot tall. She said there was a 20 to 25 foot tall saguaro behind them that helped to estimate its height. The smaller one was approximately 8 feet in size. She believed the big guy was a shaman and the other was a guard. The shaman knelt down and said telepathically, Kiwani sent me to heal you. Do you give me permission? Sarah agreed and stretched out on the ground. To her amazement, he took his hand, (laughs) went right through the solid wall of her chest, 
and gently wrapped his fingers around her heart. She told me she could feel him moving his figure, fingers around inside her torso. Ah! There was no pain, just a vibrating sensation. The procedure was similar to psychic surgery, except there was no blood. Personally, I have had psychic surgery five times from an authentic what? healer. Psychic what? surgery <laughs> is literally proved to be false. Well, personally, like... he's had psychic surgery five times from an authentic healer wearing a short-sleeved frock. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> My eyes at times were one foot away from the healer's hands when she opened me up and the blood came oozing out, but not from her hands or anywhere else, and the healing effects of my body were profound. Apparently, this giant being was doing something similar, but more complex. No. To complicate matters, as the physician friends sat freaking out, an evil-looking E.T. suddenly appeared about 30 to 40 feet from them, she reported. He's probably, like, tired of their bullshit. He probably appeared and was just like, get the fuck out of here. The Sasquatch told Sarah that he must quickly finish and return to the spaceship hovering above them because he was in danger from this malevolent E.T. He withdrew his hand, stood up beside the sentry who was constantly scanning the surroundings, and both of them dematerialized in front of Sarah and the doctor just like on Star Trek! So yeah, they just like, and this is the only part where he talks about an evil alien. I think he like, maybe one other part mentions that there's different aliens, just like there's different people, and I guess there's evil ones. But they also look evil, which I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, I just, okay, like, so they run into the Sasquatches in the desert, okay? Yes. Right? Yes. They start giving them psychic surgery, which is fake, by the way. Like, it is not a real thing. It's the thing, I've seen it on, like, shows before and, like, documentaries of people doing it where they, like, pretend to, like, dig into people's body and, like, more or less, like, squeeze a blood packet. And it looks like they're, like, getting junk out of your body. It's like a magic trick, kind of. Um, It's not real. So the Sasquatch show up, do that, and then an evil alien shows up? Yes. And the Sasquatch are like, get out of here. Gotta get out of here. He's coming for us. But they doesn't, he doesn't even say what it looks like. Just evil looking. Just evil looking. Like, I'm sorry, we get a lot of sexy supplemental descri- descriptions about the Sasquatch, but the evil, the alien, is just evil. Who's slash- actually evil. Yeah, and he's evil, I guess, as far okay. as we could tell. All right. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then they were like, do you want to buy a timeshare? Yeah. Would you? We found this house for you. It has a washer we slash dryer. We found this house with you with a washer dryer. Like, Sasquatch knows what a washer and dryer is. It's like, I got you. Why does Sasquatch care if you have a washer and dryer? Because you need it. It is not trite. It is not trite to want a washer slash dryer, according to the ancient ones. I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my other notes are... I just wrote down, I love you for page 92. Hang on. I'm sorry. You have to look at this. Oh, oh my yeah. God. L.R. Carlton. I will look up the, I think I've heard of Zohar Stargate TV on YouTube. I am down to do the like nonsensical stuff, but I can only handle it in bits. Like I can only handle it in small amounts. Like this was fascinating and funny and fun, but like I need some like, I need some actual like research. Yes, please. Because <laughs> I might, I might just give up on humanity, and this will just become, this will become a prepping prod podcast for the collapse. Yeah, because the other thing, there was this other alien thing. I don't know if you saw this. It was talking about old Andrew, the guy who had the poem. 
Yes, that's right. He said that he kept being visited by aliens or some shit. And, like, he said the the last time he was visited, it was by a three-foot-tall gray E.T. with a silver suit. The being suddenly materialized while Andrew was taking a bath. It appeared to scan his body, gave him an important message, then dematerialized. Andrew was so impressed by the E.T.'s kind message that he quickly said mentally, I love you. God bless Ding. Oh my God. And then he ends that chapter saying, welcome to the real world of Sasquatchery. And that seems like a good way to end it. Yeah, I'm the goodbye. Goodbye to welcome to the real world of Sasquatchery. I just like, this side of all of this is so upsetting. I just want the guys that go into the woods and yell, like the Squatchers. Yes, like that's, that's way great. more fun. That's great. Like the go, people... dr- go into the woods drunk and scream. That sounds awesome. That sounds great. The people at the Bigfoot convention that I talked to, they were all great. There was a guy there who was trying to talk about the interdimensional stuff and I did not catch all of it. I don't think it was this dude. Now no. I'm scared. This dude, this dude has a long gray ponytail, which is 100% what I expected him to have. Yep, yep. It's exactly <laughs> as expected. Yeah, he's got like dad bod and a long gray ponytail. I support, personally, I support the she-squatchers. Yes. But don't support Kiwani. Sorry, Kiwani. No, I, I, again, I think it's a really interesting cryptid story. I think it's, I think it's totally legit i think there's sightings i 100 percent think that people have encounters especially people that are in the woods a lot this guy doesn't seem like he goes into the woods that's what i'm confused about is i'm like you're not even like you're not even like out where the people are seeing these like sasquatch like the guy that you met who found the structures yeah like you have to go out into the woods and find these structures and stuff like this guy's just like i went into a cabin and then they appeared in my bed and i'm like what And I wanted this type of apartment and they got it for me. Yeah, like that's so not okay. Yeah, it's very strange. This (sighs) whole book, very strange. The tone is weird. I'm very upset that it is so highly rated on Amazon. I feel like I need to look up some of these reviews actually while we're here. Yeah, can we just like see one of the high, like high rated reviews just to see what the, what's the, what's the deal with that? Hmm? Let's see. And please send in stories to spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com. And our next episode, we will have stories. I we promise. Will. This is just, just like a bit. My this brain, is a lot. I feel like my brain has been completely ruined. <laughs> so on Amazon, it has 136 ratings, an average of 4.6 out of 5. So let's look at some of these five star reviews. Jay Kennedy, which that's a suspicious name, says five stars. Great information given in an intelligent and readable book. Jay Kennedy says, This answered my questions about what Bigfoot really is and how they live. While reading the book, I kept getting the smell of marigolds off and on in my house. In winter, I was wondering if a female Sasquatch was checking me out. Eventually, I took out my video camera and started recording and got some crazy amount of orbs (laughs) flying around my house. I was even able to ask the orbs to slow down and move certain ways, and they complied. I don't know if that was Sasquatch or Ancient Ones or something else, but I think it is a first step to making my own contact. Thank you for giving me this information. (laughs) This information. By the way, the digital version is a mess with missing pages and broken pages. Maybe get someone to fix that. One person found that helpful. I, I'm so upset. Yes. I'm so upset. Yes. Uh, oh my god. 
Was she hitting on her? Or was she was like, mm, Lady Sasquatch was hitting on me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I guess this uh, person was hoping for. Oh my god. Casey Kemp says, five stars. Transformational and from the heart. I uh, <laughs> When Gamer Darius said, okay, at least the reviewers were either paid to leave five stars or they all just want to bang a Bigfoot. Uh, Casey says, I am someone who believed but did not know. This book opened my heart and mind in ways I could not have imagined. The heart-centered message is one that rings true and has blessed me by dissipating my old fears into excitement and exhilaration. Exhilaration sounds too sexy. Yes, too sexy. <laughs> heart 5 gave it 5 stars. One of my one of the best books I've read all year. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Okay. Colin Baylor, five stars, the true nature of the quote-unquote beast. Colin says, if you firmly believe that Bigfoot is the missing link or a North American ape, this book is not for you. If you are open to the true nature of this creature, then you will not need any other source of information. Kiwani does an excellent job of presenting Sasquatch enthusiasts with the true nature of these people. Be forewarned, some of this information may be hard to swallow by a majority of men and women. After reading this book... I have my own personal experiences with their paranormal side. I won't get into the details. Suffice to say, I had satisfied myself with the truth of this book before anything extraordinary happened to me. After satisfied I myself. I <laughs> satisfied myself. After I had my revelations, I was even more firmly in lapsuri. I, I can't say the last name. Kiwani's corner on his viewpoint of these giants. Open-minded free thinkers will gain much from the Sasquatch people. And if they take the author's advice, they may even have their own amazing adventures. Everyone else should continue watching Finding Bigfoot on Animal Planet. Seven people found that helpful. Seven people. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. All the five stars are like, enlightenment. You will like this book. Interesting facts about the Sasquatch. It's all the same guy. Yeah. It's probably the author just like reviewing it himself. Open your mind. <sighs> I highly recommend this book. If you are interested in portals, vortices, psychic Sasquatch, and ETs. <laughs> Sorry. Dari said I need to curl up in the shower after the stream. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so I actually Yeah, kinda... this, is, this is my limit, y'all. This is my limit. This is like, when it starts to get horny is my limit. Yep. I like, that's where I, that's where I, I'm like, we're done. We're done. We're done. We've gone too far. This is where I got it. I got to get off this train. So I, if it's horny, I got to get off the train. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. There's one one star review and it's by Amazon customer. And it just is written by a narcissist. Yeah. Yes. Don't, yes. Don't waste your money. Yes. Sasquatch and ancient ones exist. But this book focuses on how Wait. highly the author thinks of himself, despite his frequent declarations that this book isn't about him. Wait. Wait, but the, but still, that person started with the review with Sasquatch and Ancient Ones exist, yeah, period. Period, but this guy is full of himself. Oh my god. So there's like, that's what, that's interesting too. So there's sects of people. There's like, the people who do believe in what he's saying, but think he's an asshole. And then, <laughs> like, it's, there's, there's much depth here. There's a lot of depth. Wowie. Wowie, wowie, wowie. Ah! Well... I would say this was a spookier episode because of just the sheer amount of awful information we had to go through. <laughs> ah. 
<sighs> so Cephalobrod said that they're just going to pour some laundry detergent on their brain. <laughs> yeah, sorry, everyone. Uh, if you read the book... That's why we're here. We're here to, what is it, inspire the spooky? I don't know. Now you have some things you can ask these Sasquatch people about, though. I would generally be like, do you think Sasquatch That's is interdimensional? True. You're right. So when I go to Squatchtoberfest, which I am do you going... Wanna, do you want to have sex with Sasquatch? I'm going to be like, I'll be like, what's your experience? Like, which is what I did last time. And then I'll be like, okay, but do you think that he's interdimensional. How do you feel yeah. about telepathic Sasquatch realtors? Like, do you subject to that? Like, yeah. tell me. I read a book once where Sasquatch helped a guy find an apartment. Has Sasquatch ever helped you find a reasonably priced apartment at a, on the end of a dirt road? In this climate? I would love to know. <laughs> Please. And did they work for Redfin? Right? Did they? Ugh. I'm curious, Scott's to know. So yes, that Ugh. this is definitely going to inform any interviews I conduct at Squatchtoberfest. It'll be great. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm not. <laughs> sorry about my weird tech issues. We'll get it worked out for next time. I might have to record yeah, it's on a okay. different computer. It's all right. We're just we're we're just working through it. It's fine. This is the spooky scout way. We're broadcasting from the woods. <laughs> I'm trying. Both Technically, both of us are kind of broadcasting from the woods. It's true. It's like, true. even though this is a big city and you're also in a city, we both are in different parts of the woods, each with their own probable Sasquatch who might want to come and hang out with us. Just don't get handsy. <sighs> I'm just not into that. No, thank you. I beat the shit out of that Sasquatch. I know. I'm like, handsy. I would punch like, I think so much about how I would punch any alien that approached oh, 100%, me. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like anything weird that approached me, I would punch it. I'd be too scared to punch an alien because I would just be personally like really scared, but I would punch Bigfoot for sure. I'd punch Bigfoot. I'd punch an alien. I wouldn't punch Mothman. I would smooch him. <laughs> but we've come full circle. Yes. <sighs> All right, everyone. Please take care of yourselves. Um, it's dangerous out there. It sure is these, during during these Rona times. And uh, we will see you when we come back. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk. So also, we'll announce the next book we're going to read. That's not going to suck on the patreon yes so that'll we'll make it like a public poster and on the discord yes. so that we can talk about that it won't be it will be like an actual book yeah <laughs> like a real book <laughs> written by not a sasquatch Ugh. okay bye, bye. <laughs>Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the Spooky Scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to patreon.com slash spooky scouts for as little as $5 a month. Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hens. See you next time, scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know. <laughs>